What the fuck is up, Duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Max, and I'm Daddy's Little Mercenary. Ooh, and I'm Sarah, and Daddy? Sorry. Daddy? Sorry. Daddy? (laughs) Sorry. And I'm Audrey, aka the opposite of whatever an epic divorce guy is. (laughs) And... Chaz it up! Chaz it up! Jazz it up! Jazz it up! Jazz it up! Hi, it's me, the Chaz. I'm here. That's right. I've stepped out of your Yu-Gi-Oh screen and into your ears. I'm here. Uh, I sound different to how you may remember me, but that's fine. It's a reverse I've gone through some life changes. Um, And I'm Chaz, and no one can beat me for heated passion. Ooh, ooh, Mm. ooh, spicy. A very spicy episode this week. Chaz, welcome to the show. I'm, Hello. I've been a big fan of your work for the last two seasons. Glad to finally yeah. have you here. Like, I, <laughs> I, I really, <laughs> I really noticed that like um, you weren't in these episodes very much, which you know mm. I was very sad about because honestly, the Chaz, you're my favorite character. Oh, thank um, you. But now it makes all sense because you you stepped out of the episodes to come on the podcast. Yeah, I had that bit in the in the first episode where I was like, yeah. I'm a winner. I'm a perpetual winner. I'm always winning. And then I was like, but what I would be better at winning is a podcast. So I left the mm-hmm. school and I took a helicopter and now I'm here. Chaz, um, or as they're known in the sub, Helma Meet Thunder. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> okay. <sighs> Pretty good. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast, Chaz. Um, thank you for having as me. As we ask all of our guests... What is your history with the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise? Well, well, uh, (laughs) as a child, apart from being in it, listen, I have two brothers, right? I I grew up with two brothers. I was not in loud control of the television uh, as a child. Um, They had control of the television, and what they wanted to watch was Yu-Gi-Oh. So what I watched was Yu-Gi-Oh. So I've seen pretty much all of the original series and most of GX a long, long time ago. Um, to the point where I thought I'd forgotten pretty much everything, but then as soon as I listened to the dub version of this and the intro started, I knew all the words, <laughs> and it was just, it was like coming home. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, you and the meaning of it's coming home. Yeah, I was like, damn. I had like a, the flashback, the big mm. flashback sequence to being a child, yeah. You had the like, like memory s- dream s- vision so that Austin O'Brien has Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of your mercenary of my, his daddy, of my mercenary father being like, do you remember when you used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh? And I was like, damn, that's so true. Um, also, I, I've, <laughs> I've recently gotten into playing, you know, Duel Links a little bit. A little, you know, mm-hmm. investigating the rules of the game. Duel oh, monsters. Let us know if you figure that out. Yeah, that's more than like any of the hosts have ever done. So Yeah, I was, I was very confused watching this fight because I was pretty sure that they were attacking too many times at... And I was like, that's not allowed. Um, but, you know, I decided to, we'll find out to, one to let it go. Yeah. I was going to write a letter to the writer. Mr. Konami, please. Excuse me. Yeah. I noticed in the comments of these episodes that, like, the people were, like, extremely rules lawyering in the comics. comments. Were like, well, if they had done this, the duel would have been over. And it's like, it's a, do you not know? It's a show. It's, it's a narrative. <laughs> they read the script. I think it should just be extremely boring card game fights for the entire episode, mm-hmm. and I think that would be better. If we keep doing one-turn KOs, then you're never going to see all the great cards that are for sale that you should buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at the Learn artwork. Product. Don't Buy you think product. they're cool? That actually, I do. I mean, that's actually kind of relevant to this duel, since we do see cards that, like, 
we know for a fact we wouldn't see if someone had been trying to win mm-hmm. quickly. So. We see a lot of cards that we wouldn't have seen if we hadn't tuned into the 2020 Cup of Greed. <laughs> um, also, uh, yeah, actually, um, Chaz, sub or dub? Hmm? Did I you watch the both. sub or the dub? I watched oh, both. Okay. I was okay. like, I was like, I'm going to watch the sub because I've never watched the sub before and I want to see what the vibes are. Um, and I watched the sub and... I was like, this is this is not how I remember it. This is this is a different <laughs> This has significantly more guns. <laughs> there, there's more there's more guns. Um the the music is very different. Very weird mm-hmm. choices on the music. Um I the characters the, the characters are very emotional. They talk a lot about how Judai Judai how Judai. He, how about how he's like a pure hearted force for hope and that they're all inspired by him. And I was like, this is this is nothing like I remember. So I watched the dub and that was exactly how I remembered it. Mm. How um, how married can you get two characters to be without having a legal ceremony? We're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah, Ch- Chaz, this this makes you the uh only dub representative for this week. Um, oh shit. Because oh, last okay. line of defense. <laughs> Max, Audrey, and I are all are all You're hashtag all subs for life. Or okay. at least subs for this podcast and that's very funny because i can tell you that there are scenes that you're probably very much enjoyed in the sub that they just completely cut out of the dub which i think is very funny uh yeah big big vibe difference the guy's got a different name he's not cobra he's viper why Uh is this i don't know (laughs) they're both snake people know both these snakes they're not significantly like i don't know what kid's gonna get confused by cobras yeah should we get into these episodes yeah (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, episode 108 in the subs that I watch, at least, the unofficial subs, is Professor Cobra's Assassin. That's the same. Mm. Same. Yeah. Chaz, uh, do, you, cha- do, you, yes. do you have the dub title so that we can have I, that? Because okay. otherwise we won't. Uh, no, I, I know what it is. I okay. know what it is. It's Hanging Out with Axel, part one. It, it is, okay, that's, yeah. a, that's a really good title. That's, that's, that's really okay. great. <laughs> Damn, four kids, you've done it again. <laughs> So I again because you're the only sub representative here, Chaz. I have a question. Like, mm. so does the 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 tree hanging pulley death hanged man system have the spinning blades that cut through the rope? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Here's but the they, thing: they cut out a lot of drama by just making a lot more jokes to make it seem less scary. Yeah. Oh, okay. There okay. is nothing. There is nothing about the. Spit this hanging rope saw trap that actually is immediately deadly. So they don't really have to, mm, uh, yeah. like, censor out. They would only need to censor out um, the, uh, like, anything, if he actually did fall. Okay. Yeah. If I was four kids, I would have simply drawn, like, some pool floaties on his arms while he was hanging. <laughs> you wouldn't all need can, to edit anything else. I'm like all a big I can think net about, Yeah. All I can think about is Casey and Friends, the fucking uh, fake Higurashi for kids. Uh, oh my god. Uh, um, <laughs> so this this episode opens up at the dorm. It's fucking draft night. Uh, Judai and Johan are doing their favorite boy-friendly activity of opening booster packs together. So exciting. You love Ruby's- to see it. Ruby's there, Winged Karibo is there, the gang's all here. I Farrah's love that Winged Karibo has a buddy now. It's so nice. It's It's been three seasons. They finally get, like, a, he has a peer now. Winged Karibo has his, has his own GF now. Yay. 
Harold, they're lesbians. <laughs> um, yeah, this this scene just like you know they get a bad vibe. They run out the door. And there's a shadowy figure. I literally never figured out what was up with that because all that I was a, that was a mon. Oh, it that makes the, that the, makes the a lot of sense. The red-headed investigator whose name I that, do not yeah, know. Okay, yeah. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, just yeah. like it's, to think about them being boyfriends. What? <laughs> Kokido or whatever, because he he like says the Latin line that like I think therefore I am, and then Kugito. that's his co- oh Kokido yeah, fuck, and the submarine is called the Ergo Sum. Jesus. Yeah, he's yeah, anime yeah. Descartes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, uh, wait, Rene Descartes. Uh, okay, the heart of Descartes. The heart of Descartes <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, how, how far are we into this episode? <laughs> Thirty seconds. It's so been we ten cut, minutes. We cut to see. Uh, we we see Austin O'Brien. I think Axel Brody's his name in the dub. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, the only way he knows how to feel is by constantly being in life threatening danger. So he's like meditating while suspended upside down from a tree on a cliff with like this winch that has spinning razor blades that will cut the winch at any second, and he's he loves it. It's He's good. just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we get an insane flashback. So he <laughs> used to be a mercenary because his father was a mercenary. Oh, I thought he was a mercenary. His daddy. Yes, his daddy. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. My my unofficial subs, at least, um, always translated it as "yes, father," and they're cowards for it. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, said, that is wrong. But, it's but daddy. Word for word, he but, says but, "yes, daddy." Yes, yes, daddy. In the in the dub, it's just pops, which is very disappointing to me. Pops, yes, pops. pops. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. It's daddy. That is erasing the authorial intent. Yeah. That's so bold, Audrey, of your subs to put father in when well, you can literally hear him say the word daddy yes, in English. Yeah, I know. It's literally, it's like, he's like, yes, daddy. And stuff's like, yes, father. I'm like, liars. Cowards. You're wrong. Uh, his meditation somehow lets him like predict what card he can draw from his deck next. Yeah, fucking uh, no. This does not come into, spoiler alert, this does not come into play whatsoever for this duel. <laughs> he can just do this. He's believing yeah. in the heart of cards probably that's right that's so true <laughs> there's we we get into a lot of interesting questions in these episodes i would say <laughs> regarding what is and is not possible with regards to dueling mm-hmm. like what is yeah listen i'm like, coming into this pretty cold there's a lot to do with sucking out your card energy and stuff that i'm i mean know, I'm a bit hazy on. Yeah, the, the sucking is an entirely new concept chat okay cool cool yeah. good to know yeah we we this is literally the first time we've ever heard of like dealing juice and whatever it, it does <laughs> this is what happens when you don't do no dual november am i right it's guys? uh it's, it's dual juice from iCarly. yeah it, it, it's Sunny D, and the D stands for duel. <laughs> so the the thing that happens is that because uh, Judai and uh, Yuhan ran after the mysterious shadowy figure, uh, the shadowy figure also comes to see uh, Austin O'Brien doing like Hellraiser life torture that he mm-hmm. likes to do. He loves it um, so much. Which leads Judai and Yuhan to here as well. So I don't know. They're all fucking here. They're all like. This guy's fucking unhinged. What the fuck is going on? Uh, um, we we learn a little bit. Uh, we hear we hear someone mention. I don't remember who. I think I think Johan mentions it to Judas. Like he says, O'Brien is Cobra's aide de camp. Uh, yeah, I think y'all mentioned it last episode. Where like O'Brien and Cobra are from the same school, so they like both know each other. They're both from Dual Academia West. 
Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. West That's or what north? it seems west. like. West. I think it was yes. West. Yes, it's West. It's, it's, it's west, west because West is where the fucked up system that is introduced for this entire season, I assume, <laughs> God, <yeah. laughs> uh, is from. We The next scene is so fucking funny to me because... Uh-huh. Speaking of that fucked up system... <laughs> Professor Cobra is the most evil-looking man in the entire world, and they immediately, fucking four episodes into the season, try to humanize him. It does not work. I don't yeah. care about this guy. Okay, I love him, but I don't care. by a cloud of dust or something, yeah. and it's saying, do what I say, or I'll do something to your son, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, so the, the scene is Professor Cobra's in bed with his He's special needy. pillow that supports the shape of his hair probably <laughs> like in fucking old timey geisha but like he's having a dream There's and he's silk. like oh my son oh no and what i thought this scene was implying is that he killed his own son for dealing power i thought because i because i came into this very very blind i was like is he o'brien's secret father but whoa. that's not what was happening whoa i like this angle a lot <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, his, second his second dad. He got married to yeah. the, the mercenary guy, and they had a beautiful child together through the power of geology. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's his protege. It's like, he's a second daddy. Know, he's like, I'll look after you now. Your first father is gone. But he doesn't do a very good job. He's a bad father. I do. See, here's here's the thing. I as I love your angle, Sarah. I like it. I, it's more fun to me that Cobra sacrifices son to get power. But also him and his cool funky lava lamp. I feel like that's probably him <laughs> trying to do some fucking reverse alchemy to get his kid back. Yeah, is what my prediction right. is. He, that's what I think is going on. Yeah. too. I think it's like a philosopher's stone, and he's gonna yeah, he's gonna it. use. We've so- already done this. <laughs> We've literally open, already done this. He's gonna open some fucked up ghost box or something and then his son is gonna be released by a demon or something that's what alchemy was season one. Oh my his god son's gonna be a horseshoe crab and he's gonna love it <laughs> you see i just think that in film metal alchemist film metal alchemist, film alchemist. they would have <laughs> had a much better time <laughs> if they just realized that the gate of truth could be opened with enough dueling juice and that they didn't need to like sacrifice legs and shit they just needed to drain yeah. teenage of their deal juice. It's just because right. they, they, had invented card, they hadn't invented card games yet. If Kaiba had been in Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. they would have gone a lot quicker. I I'm think. sorry, the idea that there's no card games at all whatsoever in the world of Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> Very is good. hilarious to me. I'm pretty sure that is functionally they never, they untrue. Never, they never invented them, though. But they also don't have lava lamps in there either, so it's, it's a fucking lost cause. Yeah, yeah. they do. Think- it's where they make all the philosopher's notes. <laughs> oh, shit, true. That's true. Yeah. It's more of an O3 thing, though. Mm. I just think, you know, I think that in in Film Metal Alchemist, this is a little little bit of a tangent here, but I think it's worth pursuing. In the Film Metal Alchemist (laughs) world, if they invented, like, you know, collectible trading card games, it would actually be called, like, Alchemy the Gathering. Alchemy the Gathering, because magic magic. isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Sarah? That was pretty good. Thank you. That's just good. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Professor Copra gives all the students at assembly this. Belts to wear. They're they're they're, de- they're cool. death belts. Yeah. Death belts. So we are yeah. we are introducing a new dueling form. I hate mm-hmm. this belt right here. They called them something else in the dub, and I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was not probably a dis- some belt. shit like battle belt. Yeah, it was. Oh, shit, this is this is short for something though. What is the chart well, for? Here's the thing. 
in the sub, they straight up, it's death spelt, and the way they say it, it is supposed to sound like death, because I think in the first couple episodes, Show is like, did he say death closure? Yeah. So the whole thing is a very, it is as right. thinly veiled a facade oh. as Cobra not being an right. evil professor. That's right, it's, it's disclosure mm. duels, that's what it is, disclosure death duels. Disclosure <laughs> duels, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Professor Cobra watched the uh, very touching and heartfelt documentary about the representation of trans people in media, and he was like, I need some way to convey this to the students. Yeah, He introduces the competitive ladder to dual academia here. <sighs> oh, it's and called a bio they- band. That's it, a bio band. Bi- a fucking bio what band. Okay, f- here's, student, I mean- here's your Fitbits. No, they are <laughs> fucking Fitbits, though. They are, like, they, Fitbits. They are. That's He's like, back. Like- yeah. So, yeah, he's like, I have a present for you all. This is how we do it in dual academia West. Um... They're disclosure duels. We're going to threaten your lives on a regular basis now. Um, and anyone who fails to get passionate enough about, like, not having their life ended will be permanently expelled <laughs> from dual academia. Mm-hmm. At which point, like, Kronos and Napoleon, who've been listening to this, were just like, okay, we were with you for a long time, but... Um, my- he had us in the first half, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, had us in the first half, li- not gonna lie. My favorite line here in my version of the subs is um, them translating what Kronos says here as, that's excessivo. <laughs> what? Huh. As, as opposed to excessive. Oh my god, that's excessivo. Excessivo. That translation is excessivo. Yeah, excessivo, followed up by Napoleon saying, yes, this is uh, despotismo. This is despotito. (laughs) And like, the the world's fucking dumbest man, Chancellor Samajima, is like, actually, I think this idea beats ass. It's like, bro, you've endangered the lives of every student at the school twice already. Calm At down. Least. You gotta step down, homeboy. It and is you worth even mentioning. Here for half a season. I know. Kronos and Napoleon, like they hate this idea, but they only hate. They don't hate it because it's you know endangering the life of children or whatever, or just bad in general. They hate it because it'll mean that like people will go down dorms and that everyone will be, will be bumped down to the right. yellow and red dorms, and they the hate prestige. that. Prestige. Yeah, they want the prestige. Oh. No. Um, I also, no, no, no. oh, uh, before we move on, I wanted to shout out the thing that, like, Commander Shepard, Principal Shepard, like, is oh, thinking yeah, about weird. as he's, like, staring at Judai and he's like, yes, these duels will be excellent for, and he says the line, experience the true severity of the world, become a man, Judai. Train and fight. <laughs> now, now, correct, uh, well, me, correct me if I'm chess. wrong, but is this Take not a game man. for children? <laughs> Hmm. Is this not a kids a kids a kids game? Is this a kids I, game? Is it a kids? It's a man's game, game for no. children. Okay. It's yeah. It's a it's it's a game from which you 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 grow to a man from a kid because the entire world is ruled by this goddamn card game and I you mean, can't like gain will, strength through. What's the point? I will <laughs> say. Yeah. Even in even in our world though, I am curious about how many like pro Yu-Gi-Oh or like competitive Yu-Gi-Oh players are under eighteen. Admittedly, mm. <laughs> it's it's the neuroplasticity. Yeah, mm. it's how mm. you learn all the fucking rules. Mm. Yeah. Um, sh- should we get a little scene after this uh, assembly? If Show is like really worried, he's like, "Oh, you can't use a machine to calculate battle spirit." And it's like, <laughs> "Fucker, I've seen Dragon Ball Z. You can. It's called a scouter. Grow up." <laughs> yeah. Can um, a machine calculate passion? Maybe. <laughs> can maybe. love bloom on a battlefield? Can, yeah. <laughs> can passion God. bloom in the dueling arena? Show really fucking is the Otacon of GX, huh? <laughs> yes. God, yeah. Except I don't like him as much. 
yeah, well, <laughs> it's a high bar. Um, there's a, and then we yeah. get a scene of Amon being epic because yes. he's just walking around thinking about Rene Descartes quote. I do too. I'm very smart. He's yeah, thinking with the get, heart of Descartes. Kikito Ogo-san. Yeah, so he's walking with he's walking with Jim, and he's like, "Hey, have you ever heard of gamer theory?" And Jim's <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I have an alligator, a crocodile on my back. Bye." It's so good. He does have an alligator on his back? I was gonna ask, what what's it? What's it hanging there for? What's it doing? Is it? Oh, it's no, no idea. We don't know. Okay, what? okay, good. She's okay. just, I like specifically he like. Amon Garam is saying Latin words to Jim Crocodile Cook, and he doesn't get it. So he just says he he mentions something about kangaroos, and then says, "I'm gonna go take a nap with this okay. little lady." And this I love him. Let me on this little lady and have a little sleep. This is little Sheila. <laughs> this is little Sheila. Me and Sheila. So here, bed down here's in the, the little thing. swamp. Yeah. S- Sarah, you you kind of glossed over the insane thing that Jim responds with. Yeah. Because I didn't get Amon says, you know, Amon's whole thing is, "I think, therefore, I am." And Jim just looks back and says, a kangaroo is a marsupial, therefore it has a pouch. I'm going to go take a nap with my Sheila. It's like, what the fuck are you on about, dude? He's right. He's right. He's so right. They are both both speaking English, presumably, uh, wherever this takes place, but neither of them are speaking the same language (laughs) at all. In the dub, this conversation is about, um, he's like, I don't want to have a thing that monitors my my whereabouts. That's kind of like being in prison. And then the guy with the alligator is like, yeah, but you know, you look after animals by keeping them, uh, you know, by putting trackers on them. So it's probably fine. And then he just like, I want to be Chris, I want to be Chris Pratt in Jurassic World so bad it makes me look stupid. Oh my God. (laughs) That's a kind of fucking insane, like angle for four kids to push. (laughs) Hey kids, install Facebook on your phone. It's all Facebook on your fucking dual disc. Uh, God. Yeah. So show is show is still like I'm not sure about how to quantify passion by machines. Why don't I go talk to my Aniki about this? Because that's always worked mm-hmm. so well in the past for me. And he's, he goes, he's always so helpful and nice. Right, he's, he's, I don't know, goes, remember him being such a fucking asshole in the original. And when I watched it, he's very cold. He's very mean. I really yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> he really so like Gina's like. And totally enraptured with Johan at this point. Oh, they are spending yeah. every moment together. The love of his life. Like, the love new, of his new life. New boyfriend his, just dropped. His, yeah. his, oh, God. They do legally, have new boyfriend disease. Yeah. The legally married husband. Has- dropped an epic husband. And I was <laughs> up to win the need roll. We can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about video games? Um, so, like, so... Judai and Johan, as far as I can tell, are taking a romantic walk in the woods when Sho runs up to them and is like, hey, Aniki, I got a problem for you. And Judai like, looks over at Johan and looks at Sho and is like, mm, I don't want to play with you anymore. God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Johan is like looking at Judai not give advice to Sho at all. Like, Sho's like, how can I be like you? And Judah's like, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I just do me every day, baby. And she's yeah. like, oh, perfect. I'll be like you. And Judah's like, uh, but you're not me. It's not going to work. And, Jude, and and Johan's like, what the fuck? Why is he so yeah. mean to his friend? Johan's like, you are putting me in a really uncomfortable position yeah. with your exes right now. <laughs> yeah. I think like, again, show specifically says some stuff about like, Oh, I can't deal passionately. I want to be a respectful dualist instead. I could yeah. never do both of these things. They're not compatible. Blah blah blah. I want to be a nice boy. Yeah, I would nice. simply like to be polite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it were up to me, 
<laughs> I have to say, like, I, m- my friend Jason, uh, who guested on one of our bonus episodes about uh, time. music to duel uh, by, about music to duel by, um, like, told me in advance that Johan was going to be my favorite character in GX, and I've never been, uh, it's been a long time since I've been a sniped by a character. Like, <laughs> Johan is exactly the kind of character <laughs> that, um, that I gravitate to um, very much. So I feel I feel towards Johan the same way I think Judai feels towards Johan. You um, feel towards Johan this way I feel towards Kronos. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we all um, have our loves. Right. Um, O'Brien is hanging off the cliff again. He sure is. Just hanging out. Uh, yeah, fucking Professor Cobra comes up. Mm-hmm. Cobra um, Commander. I don't know what they talk about, but I've just written down that, like, O'Brien is treating Professor Cobra like a commanding officer. Like, everything yeah. he says is just like, yes, sir. In he- English, by the way. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Like, I think that's, like, pretty much the only thing he says. Like, this yeah. whole exchange is just... It sounds, yes, like a, it sounds like a different... It's like, it doesn't sound like the voice actor. It sounds like a recording from somewhere else that they're just sort of playing. It's it's, it's, it's cartoon ADR. Yeah. Tell me, tell me you're an American character without saying you're an American character. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, he basically, Cobra's telling O'Brien's like, hey, remember when I rescued you from your life of a mercenary? Anyway, you have to do everything I say because I'm your commanding officer now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he, he just orders... father flashback yeah. and he's like, ah, oh, yes, my father always uh-huh. told me to obey uh, people. His my daddy! His daddy his is sorry! Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he just like orders O'Brien to duel Judai and like make him serious, make him red fucking hot, draw all his latent potential out. Uh, Specifically, basically... even if you lose. Yes. Yeah. Like so, so he he doesn't care if he wins or not. Like he even he kind of it sounds like I mean spoiler he does lose, but it's just like he you know have a most exciting duel possible because I gotta get that fucking lava lamp jelly. Right, yeah. so it goes milk it goes his lava jelly. Yeah, over it goes <laughs> Jude, over. Judai and... must be milked. Must put him in the milking pen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we need to stop talking. Um, first of all, and second of all, I wasn't here for last episode, and I read the summaries for it, but I, I didn't watch the episodes. So, um, is this the first time we're seeing the lava lamp? This nope. episode? No. no, we've been oh. seeing the lava lamp the whole time. Okay, cool. So, I mean, we we still don't know what the fuck it does, right? But we've but, seen it. Well, okay, so this is where we sort of find out what it does, and he's like, it collects we... dual energy. No, no, we found it. We found out last week what it does. Okay. So we just I, don't know what the fuck dual energy is. It's so, going to bring his son back as a horseshoe it's crab. when you yeah. duel good. You got <laughs> so here is, energy. Here's my question about this. And again, I was mm. just like re-listening to the uh, season two wrap up here. And I kind of hope that this actually goes in a direction that I wanted to see the show go in back then. Where it sort of connects back to the ancient like Egyptian parts a little bit. Like if this is just like if dual energy is like ju- just a different word for like ba. For oh, example, yeah, that, right? Yeah. Like that like, would make sense. Here's the, like, like if your we mojo. Have, yeah, like if we have mm. a universe where like there is this concept that's sort of like unquantifiable, and it's called a bunch of different names by a bunch of different people. I would be very down for that. Like if this thing was actually literally collecting what ancient Egyptians referred to as Ba, like I think that would be so so solid, and I really hope they go in that direction. I don't think they will. I'm pretty sure they won't. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think they will, but I really hope that's like because that's essentially what Ba was, right? It's just like the innate magic a person has, and it's innate magic specifically related to how well they can control the monsters. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, right. So, like, yeah. it would make sense, but 
whatever. I I don't I don't put that much trust in the writing of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nor nor should you. <laughs> uh, so we see Amon. He's investigating his new Fitbit. Uh, he puts it in like a fucking three D scanner thing, and he, fucking hell. So he he is call sign Cogito. And he could message his call sign Ergo Sum, which is Ergo a fucking like yeah. data analysis submarine, and be like, hey, what this? <laughs> what this belt do? Hey. What 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 death belt do? Is this normal? Listen, yeah. is this normal? Like probably not. <laughs> is this normal? They're like, probably oh, probably not normal. Yeah. You think you could plug a Digimon into it? Hey, sure. is this is this milking me? <laughs> <laughs> Am I being milked? Is my bracelet milking me right now? <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Amon, we are unable to determine if this bracelet is indeed <laughs> so milking you. Please wear it more and find out. <laughs> I'm calculating about six six percent chances of milking going it's on a right high here. High level of milk potential coming from this bracelet right now. <laughs> 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 haha, I just um, need to know for a friend. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just asking. I mean, obviously, I know if it's milking me, but t- t- you know, just let me know so I can tell our students if it's milking me or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Cobra's sneaking around in the woods and like Amon is tailing him and t- Cobra goes into his little like you know his hidden camouflage lab where his cool lava lamp is mm-hmm. uh, Amon tries to get in after him but he can't because it's like a flat wall it's like oh how do you get in what's mm-hmm. the deal um Go- Gilbert's just staring at the lava lamp he loves it yeah he's like staring at it he's like oh my god this is all the deal juice we sucked out of Judai this is so much fucking deal juice this, this bad boy oh my god <laughs> sorry um this bad boy can fit so much dual juice in him. <laughs> dual juice is really hard to say. Leaking dual juice everywhere, yeah. Slaps roof of lava lamp. <laughs> yeah. Um, show, yeah. The next scene, Show is like in the woods. Uh, he's like, I'm going to be Kaiser Show. And he's like, I'm going to challenge the first duelist I see. And he sees his O'Brien. He's like, I'm going to challenge the second duelist I see. Does <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien just live by this tree? Can he move? Can he leave this tree? Is he a ghost? <laughs> Ooh, he's maybe he's bound to it. I mean, he literally is bound to it when he gets in his cool little uh, yeah. his, his little rope setup. He never setup, goes but... anywhere else. He just literally lives here and does everything by this tree. Yeah, he 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 door dashes all his food. His address is a tree. <laughs> Come by the spooky tree by the cliff. That's where I am. Yeah, you, you know the tree with the fucking wire death trap built into it. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, I am. That's me. Miss Tomei has signed up to delivery. She knows where it is. Yeah, I bet Tomei has a fucking badass like dirt bike or something. She uses. Drive around. Dirt bike, Miss Tomei. Dirt bike, Tomei. Much to consider. Um, We're gonna make that joke so fucking much uh, in in five Ds. Oh fuck! <laughs> Especially because Elliot's back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, O'Brien like sees show and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing, little guy?" Um, doesn't take him seriously and uh, just kidnaps him. He's like, "You would kidnap a little guy, you see." Are you prepared for the kidnapping, you bird little man? Yeah. <laughs> He does the fucking like emoji of the emoji of like the face with like the hand going towards you. Yeah. That's what he does to Jesus. He like grabs show. him by the face. <laughs> I mean, he probably weighs like he he weighs as much as my little dog does. It's probably very easy to pick him up like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I I could I could well believe that Austin O'Brien is capable of palming Show's head like a basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just he, um, he bounces him off the tree. Yeah. Just dunks him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just like a Charles counter attack um don't remind me of that movie please and yeah we cut back to the red dorm and like johan is hanging out with kenzan okay. and kenzan does not vibe with him at all so johan johan is like the opposite of losing your kids in the divorce he gained sidekicks <laughs> in the marriage he literally <laughs> so he's like looking over kenzan's shoulder and he's like oh you have a dinosaur deck huh 
What's in your bag? Tell me <laughs> tell me your cards. And Kenzo's like, uh, I'd really rather not. And <laughs> hey, what that deck do? <laughs> yeah, hey, what that deck do? Nothing. Leave me alone. <laughs> and, and literally, <laughs> the line from Johan here is so good. It's, listen, Judai sidekicks are my sidekicks now. It's like he literally... <laughs> You literally gained the kids in the marriage. Yeah, hi, I'm I'm your step sidekick. I'm your new step sidekick. Um, um I, I I I'm your new step hero. You the, the line I feel like is translated a little bit better, more elegantly, at least in the crunchier version. He says, "Any Ani key of my of Judice is an Ani key of mine," which is mm, like yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's 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 like he's he's being it it's I feel yeah. like he's doing that thing where it's like a friend of a friend and you like you always know that one person who's like always like overly familiar with them. It's like we're not at that level yet. You gotta back off a little yeah. bit, homie. Mm. Yeah, no, he's he's their new step parent. <laughs> he's like trying to ingratiate himself in. It's like, hey, wanna go get friendlies <laughs> for dinner? Yeah. Hey, yeah, he, um, he's, hey he's there, little the, uh, guy. With you playing yeah. with some cards? That sounds like a lot of fun. You want to go get pizza later, and you can tell me all about your little card game. Like, Got a girlfriend? Got a boyfriend? See, I was thinking more of a kind of, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my Aniki. <laughs> okay. Um, Judai comes out from the bath. He has like a towel over him and his like, mm-hmm. tracksuit on. And Winged Kuribo comes in freaking the fuck out. So they all run off. Um, Judai mm-hmm. runs ahead and, and Ken's on and Johan are like close behind. Uh, they make it to where Show is. He's in that same wire trap and O'Brien wants to duel. See, um, none of this would have happened if Show had just used his street smarts. Street smarts. What Scatter. Street smarts? <laughs> Never go to a secondary location. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, he effectively turns a timer on this duel. He wants to, like, you know, he wants to milk Judai as much as he possibly can. <laughs> so when we're going to make it the most intense duel possible. Get into the possible. duel milker. Hello, yeah. hello Judai. I want to play a duel. <laughs> yeah, this is some fucking Billy the Puppet type shit. Because he turns the, the, you know, the wire cutter on and shows, yeah. like, freaking out. Uh, you have there is 30 a, minutes. Yeah. There is oh, a uh, hidden security camera installed on a tree with, with Cobra watching it. And he's just, like, making, like... That's why it has to be by the tree. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. He only, <laughs> Cobra only has, like, three security cameras. There's a camera. He's like, you got to be in this, like, three-meter by three-meter box. Otherwise, yeah. I yeah. He's, like, put little marks out on the grass so that, yeah, like, yeah, Austin yeah. He, There's, like, little, like, blue gaffer tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The economy, is in sh- the economy is in shambles. <laughs> Cobra's, like, making, like, penis driving face the entire time <laughs> watching this duel <laughs> he loves this shit um yeah, yeah like they, when they start the duel like you know first judah is like bro you could have just asked me if you wanted to yeah. duel me what the fuck austin yeah. is like no, no. regular duel is not enough i, I need um, to get the juice this is the only way to get the good juice and then, like, the other thing I want to mention is that, like, Kenzen is kind of here, and, it, like, this whole time when they've been running around and stuff, Kenzen has just been like, oh my fucking god, both of these guys can see deal spirits. Oh my god, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Ah. <laughs> I'm out of my league. Um, um, yeah. Oh, did, did y'all talk about O'Brien's duel disc last week? How it's just a fucking, like, weird gun? Yeah, we, we, like, I don't think we went in depth into it, but it was definitely mentioned, because it's fucking it's sick. Just- it's a it's a fucking gun that breaks apart and turns into a duelist, and we have a question about it later on. But like, it's it's like equally as stupid as it is badass. Yeah, cool. yeah. Like honestly, like whenever it turns into a, a duel disc, when it like, but the fact that he like quick draws it beforehand, 
that's yeah. what I'm like oh hell yeah he has a giant so fucking cool. dual size holster on his leg for it yeah um Very and i the other thing i really like about this duel is his music it fucking slaps his music is so good oh my god i love it the music in season three is already like banger quality um that may be true but what's with the opening song listen i just have a the, question about the midwest the emo one yeah the yeah. midwest emo open op yeah. It's a Midwest emo song. What do you want about it? <laughs> yeah, la- what else last season's opening was Hawthorne Heights. Mm. Yeah, this is this is much more uh, Midwest emo, but there's yeah. not enough screaming over the intro to it. Just it's, like in there, but... it's animated so much more like energetically than you'd think yeah. for how like muted the song is. It doesn't it's really, seem it's to a fit. Very weird... It's very strange. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's okay. It's it probably is... like my third least favorite of the openings I've heard. I know the last opening is a complete fucking bop. Um, I mean, um, the first OP is so good. It's Ska. What, yeah, what's not it's, to yeah. Can't beat Ska. It's, I, I really Ska. like this one, but again, as I said last week, it's probably just because it's new and it'll wear off eventually. But yeah, I really exactly. like it for now. Listen, it's, it's, no, it's no get your game on. Am I right? Mm. Well, that it's right. You're, you're carrying on Dan's spirit right now. It is. It is. Um... <laughs> It is by uh, the same band that did uh, QGQ Presunto, though. Hmm. Uh, the last, the last OP. That makes so much sense because yeah. they sound exactly the same. It's, okay. it, yeah, both the, both the second and third OPs are by a band called Bull. Ah, Bull. Yeah. Hi. Speaking of getting your games on, are we finished talking about this episode? Yeah, they they, they start the duel. Oh, whatever. I have I have one last note. Which uh-huh. is uh, that Kenzen is like, fuck this, fuck this. I'm going to go save show. And like, uh, and, yeah. and, 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 and Johan's also like, yeah, we should go save show. And they're like, and, but Johan's like, we should maybe like think about things. Or and Kenzen's like, no, fuck that. I get things done. And he like makes a move. And like, uh, <laughs> O'Brien looks at him and goes, you and the banana, don't you fucking move. <laughs> and, and I love the implication here that like, Johan was also like moving like making moves and but he looked like yo how he was like mm, that twink's not a problem the guy who's a military brat though that may pose a physical problem um uh, that's, yeah. that's the episode yeah game uh, time for gaming time for gaming Chaz, as our guest, would you like to go first and talk about a game that you have been playing, perhaps? A game? Yeah, did we mention we have a segment in the middle of the episode where we If you haven't been video gaming, game you chat? can talk about whatever the fuck you want. A game? What have I been gaming recently? I've been playing the new Ace Attorney. Ooh, uh, that's game. a good one. Is it, I've, heard it's, I've heard it's great. It's really good. It's getting really deep into some, you know, Japan, British Empire, Victorian politics, which I was not expecting, but I am enjoying. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Herlock Sholmes is there, but... Um, one of my favorite characters is now dead. So I'm. Oh just, my god! I'm I saw I saw a really good Herlock Sholmes cosplayer when I was at Magfest like two weeks ago. And oh, yeah. I was like pointing. I was like, oh hell yeah! It's, it's, that's it's really that's, good. that's that's the himbo of the season. I but, love him. He's so nice. He's just a funny guy. He just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just around. Like the the villain in the first bit is a is a British is a British lady, which makes sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. and she's, she's very she's very she's very terrible um, and she's very she, conniving she's she very she kills like, Dr. John Wilson who is dead no. now yeah it's sad rip very sad poor one out it's a good yeah. game though I gotta play more but I'm only on like the fucking fourth case I mm. think 
Oh, I'm not very Maybe fast. Maybe one day yet. I'll finish <laughs> on Slappers. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing, Max? Uh, what the fuck else have I been playing? Forza Horizon 5 is a game in which you drive over the entirety of Mexico. Um, <clears throat> the game is good. So last, uh, y'all might remember Forza Horizon 4 was set in uh, Edinburgh. Scotland. Yeah, it, like Edinburgh was the main city. Uh, and they had the Flying Dutchman or whatever the fuck that train is called. And, you know, real real, real places. Um, they, they, do, they do this... Kind of the same. The main city is a uh, small town in Mexico called Guanajuato, which is like gorgeous. It's like really colorful and like super windy. It feels, you know, like a like some old European city. I mean, it's Mexico, but you know, Spanish. Um, the game is freaking gorgeous. There's like all these different biomes. There's jungles and deserts and mountains and canyons and valleys and beaches. Oh my! Uh, the cars are fun. There's 573 of them on launch. I think that's too many cars. It's a lot of cars, but it ensures that anyone will be able to get the car of their choice because, you know, you're never starved for choice. Um, I played online a lot. The races are fun. They have a battle royale in that game, like Fortnite, featuring With like Naruto. 100 cars? 64 cars, and you pick where you go on the map, and you eliminate racers by driving up to them and honking your horn at them, and then you get put in a head-to-head race, and whoever gets to the end point first wins, the other person gets eliminated, and you can upgrade your car from winning races or finding, like, drones that will give you an upgraded car. It's it's really, really fun. Okay. I got, like, fifth place last time I played. It's really, really good. Um, Cool. There's not much to talk about, because, you know, it's a game about driving fast and painting your (laughs) car and zooming through desert, but, like, that's, you know, it, it... Sounds Shotguns good. dopamine in my head constantly, and I, 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 I like the it. Good for you, Audrey. Uh, yeah. Um, I have been playing Borderlands Two. I'm so um, sorry because I, I guess I am officially cosplaying Mad Moxie <laughs> now yeah. uh, at Magfest, and I thought it would be appropriate if I actually. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of this bitch, and this is the most Audrey core cosplay I've ever seen. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna play Mad. Mo- I'm gonna cosplay Mad Moxie, and I'm gonna uh, cosplay Bella Dimitrescu. Um, oh, good! Uh, at Magfest, uh, so those will be fun. But yeah, so I've played. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed the first Borderlands. That's why I started cosplaying Moxie to begin with. But she doesn't really show up at the first game, and I thought mm, maybe I should actually play the games where she shows up. Um, yeah. Uh, Who so, are you playing as? What? Oh, Maya. Mm, That was who I always play the Siren whenever I would play a Borderlands the first time. I played the, I played the like gunner in the first game. Gunzerker. No. Oh, oh, in the first game, uh, Mordecai. Yeah. No, that's um, that's the guy with the the blood wing. I I I played the uh, guy. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I played the guy who has the turn. Roland. Yeah, I played I played Roland. Um, right. Why wouldn't I know that when he's a prominent character in the second game? Jesus Christ. He is. Um, but yeah, so I'm playing. I'm playing Maya. I'm pay- playing the siren. Um, it's it's fun. I re- I actually really like the siren's move. Um, I don't use it as much as I should, especially since I have things that uh, shorten its cooldown a lot, so I can use it once every like six seconds or something. Um, but uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. I, like, I just got a really sweet sniper rifle uh, that does corrosive damage, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Hell yeah. Cool. Sarah? I haven't been playing any games, so I've been working. Um, what's off. exciting? <laughs> oh, like, I'm, me and Christine are making some cosplays for my quest. Uh, the ones we're working on are, um, 
Albedo from Genshin Impact and the one with the bombs, Klee. And like they also have like waiter sonas from this one Japanese cafe, so we're making those. Um, it's very cool. cool. Sounds good. Cool. It's f- I'm making a fun little apron. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Cool. That's me. Uh, and before we get our game off, we would like to take this time to thank our ten dollar patrons, mm-hmm. some of whom are yeah, listening. Yeah, we we, we can't get off until we thank right our patrons. <laughs> mm. Anyway, thank you to <laughs> Daniel Colaskis, Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto J, Sarvis, and Eriviru. Thank Gross. you all so much. Gross. Don't listen to the other people on this call, just me. <laughs> points points to you, Max, now that's for powering access. that. Congratulations. I, I am a consummate professional. <laughs> Episode 109, Judai and O'Brien of the Flame. Uh, very clunky. In my in my not official subs, it's Judai and the fiery O'Brien. That's better. <laughs> and then I imagine this is hanging around part two or whatever yeah, it the is. hell. Yeah. Um, my first note is just booge because I fucking love to see flare scarab and flare neo rules. I just like what, what, what's the bug bugs. in question? A flare scarab. It's one of the uh, oh right, oh yeah, yeah, his yeah, neospatians. Yeah. It's just a guy who's a like twink bug, and then he becomes like a buff bug when he fuses with neos. It's good. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, they're they're dueling, and Judah's like, "Hey, this is actually pretty fun." And meanwhile, show who's hanging from a death trap. It's <laughs> yeah. like, "Hey, can we?" No, actually- I'm on the brink yeah. of fucking death right now. I just heard. <laughs> I just heard Judah does not give a shit about show, which is yeah. Just really. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Aniki. I am not having a Baja blast right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, also, like, so show says that, and then also shortly after, like, O'Brien starts almost just about having fun, and then he's like, yeah. no, 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 I've got, I've got to stop myself from having fun, and then starts like playing 3D dual chess in his mind so that he can't have fun. <laughs> Only strategy. I yeah. love this. I love that. Like. We we got this. I some I think Edo maybe we got this with last season where it's like you just get this like minute long inner monologue of just like this is how I can perfectly play the duel and it's like yeah I mean this is like this is cool. fucking ball chess we love to see it this is what I'm like when I play Pokemon. <laughs> not say, to toot my own horn or anything. This is, this is not how I play Yu-Gi-Oh on DuelLinks.com. I'm gonna put that out there. Well, that's because yeah. you're the chess. That's uh, chess. Yeah, exactly. I am the chess. This is sort of the most intense strategizing I think we've seen so far. It's great. I really like Austin O'Brien. He's just like, like, like you mentioned it before. We're like, he's actually just like a genuinely cool character. Like yeah. in the last episode when you're talking about him. It's just like, I like him. He's cool. He's like, yeah, he, he's the most least crazy of the new cast of people. He's, it's interesting because his design is extremely well, questionable. Um. But because well, yeah, I like like I know like I because I talked about it uh, like last time where I was like, oh, his design is like th- they've just they have simply drawn like a black character that looks like relatively regular, and that you're like mm-hmm. they, he they've hit the balance between like you can tell this character is black instead of like you're like not quite sure, but it's not veering into caricature, like it's in the middle ground mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, I think I- it's closer towards caricature than yeah, not. So do like, I. It could be. To be better. fair, I have it been reading be Tintin worse. comics. <laughs> right, no, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, you're in the fucking thick of it. Sarah. Listen, is it is it like the worst caricature, at, like of a black person it, in anime? It's, it's not yeah, fucking for, Mr. Popo. It's not Mr. Popo. It's not even like Usopp, which is like yeah. you know, pretty bad. It, he has like n- like he doesn't have the donut lips, 
mm-hmm. which is bad. But there are still like pretty exaggerated features on him, particularly his nose. Yeah, um, his nose is. But like at the same time, it's like you compare him to Kenzon, who I feel like is very obviously supposed to be a person of color. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I don't think there's skin. any question about that. Yeah, but but they draw him like any other character, and they just like tone his skin down. And it's just like that's not really. Yeah. I mean, again, I shouldn't be expecting this from fucking Yu-Gi-Oh of all things. Yeah. But it's just the, like the honestly, like the part where Austin starts getting like a little sus to me is his fucking warlord daddy backstory. Where I'm like, yeah, that's uh, yeah, uh, that, uh, that's uh, sure so like, this one, Yukio. Yeah. So there are things in his story and there's things in his design that are questionable. But for all of that, he is like one of the most like thoughtful, like introspective, yeah. and like again, like I, I think has a level of like strategy to him. That is just like sort of totally out, like absent from other characters, which is interesting mm, to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's not like, ah, oh, I'm an evil character and I'm going to do ah. evil things. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he feels like a real yeah. person. Yeah, he's just like, I have, mm. here is my reason. I am going to do it for this reason. But mm. if I if I consider my reason and decide that actually I don't want to do it anymore, then I'm going to change my behavior. That's pretty, yeah. pretty good. Because actually like that part later in the episode, I really like that. Like that's really good. Um, yeah. Well, like the just to to sort of skip forward to it a bit, like whenever like he gets his flashback to his daddy being like, daddy. as daddy. a mercenary, you should have put your own life above the orders you are given. Mm. Like that shit rules. I love that shit. Yeah, it's, who will it's win like, daddy's I... love? <laughs> <laughs> um, the so like the after we get Austin strategizing, the duel happens literally exactly to plan, except Judai has like an extra step ahead where he like unfuses Neos and Flare Scarab and is able to like actually get a hit in on uh O'Brien and his his hands are shaking. He's like, oh fuck, I'm having fun dueling. This isn't right. Uh oh. Yeah. But it's good. And he loves it. Yeah. Um by this point, uh Kenzon and Johan have like snuck around behind Austin because they're like, yeah, he's not gonna notice us at all. He's like far too sucked into this duel. Yeah, which like I really like that like that comes in tangent whenever like Austin starts playing like five D chess in his mind, five D's chess in his mind. And That's like right. they're just like he's never gonna mention He's never going to notice us, and it like it's mm-hmm. all it's all it's all coming together, baby. Yeah, uh, we get a really cute scene when they're like saving show. First of all, the show is like super bl- a lot of blushing this season. I, a lot of I don't blushing. know if they got a new art director, but there's so much blushing this season. He's show in is, like, love. Show ahead. is blushing heavily at Judai. He's like he's realizing this like Judai's fighting style of always having fun is really the same as my respect duel. And <laughs> Johan's like, wow, even though Judai was a complete cold asshole to show, he still gave him his advice. Like, this boy is like a beacon of light. Mm. I'm just saying that Judai does nothing and everyone's like, this boy is the most inspiring person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> it's, it's a real yeah. Luigi wins by doing nothing moment. His, his vibes are just that good. His vibes are immaculate. I mean, that's literally <laughs> what Johan says. He's like, yeah, well, true. He, he just saves people with the power of his vibes. Yeah, Johan's like, wow. I no expect wonder. nothing, and still I'm surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even though Johan and Kenzon are saving show, after uh, O'Brien's flashback, he just, like, turns the wire off. He's like, nah, like, we, I don't even need this to have a fun duel anymore. It's Yeah, cool. like, that, a- that is uh, after he has the flashback to his daddy, his daddy. and his daddy, daddy being like, live your own life, duel your own duel, whatever. Um, and-, and important... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was finished. Okay. I just don't know how to finish a sentence, sorry. Awesome. Um, an important note about Kenzin and uh, Johan trying to save Show actually, is that they know, like, there's this threat hanging over them, right? That 
that O'Brien has made. It's like, if you try to even approach him, I will kill you. I will kill your dog. I will kill your family, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So <laughs> as they, like, get, as, like, O'Brien starts getting into the duel, they, like, start sneaking behind Jedi, like, on over. They're like, all right, he's distracted. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Don't be suspicious. And, like, yeah, they do the, like, crab walk over. Yeah, and they're, like, literally right behind Judai. Yeah, like, like, they're very not close. hiding. They're not <laughs> hiding at all. And O'Brien's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But uh, but as, as Sho has this, like, revelation, as Johan watches Sho has this revelation, Sho's like, wow, so you can duel passionately and respectfully. Who thought? Who could have thought that was possible? It's like, wow, are you, both can be true. Are, like, it's like, are you the dumbest person on earth? How? How? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Johan, Johan's just left trying to understand how to be a good step parent to his new children. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, don't yeah. let them fall off a cliff. That's step one. Yeah, that, that's step Which, fucking speaking one. Speaking of not falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Max, you want to take this? Oh yeah. So. We're kind of at the end of the duel here, right? Like, show is, like, freaking out. Because, like, at this point, the wire has, like, all but snapped. There's, like, a tiny little, like, string left. He's hanging um, by a thread. He's, he's, oh, wonderful. Oh. Um, the, the wire snaps, and Kenzon and Johan, like, jump down and save him. And O'Brien just, like, has a little line. He's like, if he weren't freaking out, you wouldn't have fallen. And it's like, yeah, I good advice, that. dude. I'm hanging over a cliff ready to die. What am I going to do? Yeah. Like, to him, it's normal because he's always on that cliff. He's like, this, yeah, this, he's this always is on the just edge. normal. Yeah. There are... Just- the, the, the fact that he, he breaks, show breaks his own rope because of his wiggles, which he's doing because he's just like losing his shit about how cool Judai is because he has a big crush. Me too. Like, yeah. Oh, if there it are, isn't the consequences of show's own actions. There's, there's a lot of really good lines from uh, O'Brien through this, actually. Uh, one of them is uh, as he counters uh, one of Judai's attacks, he literally just says, now go to hell. <laughs> 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 Like, he's like, but this is when he's, like, having fun. He was like, wow, that was really impressive. But this is going to hurt a lot. Now go to hell. And, yeah. um, and then Judai summons, like, more monsters. And, and you know, Brian's like, yes, exactly as I planned. Summon more monsters. Like, really hit me with that spirit. And Judai's <laughs> just like, I'm just going to keep directly attacking you. And, and O'Brien's like, he's just heading to a fault. To a fault. And then immediately after that, this dueling moron will charge right at me. Yeah, he knows mm-hmm. that Judas just like a fucking dumbass. He's like, wow, his deck has like so many different kinds of cards, but like there's no synergy. He's just gonna hit me <laughs> he's, with he's the biggest number possible. Keep attacking me with guys. Yeah. That's number his strategy. Go up. This is my army I mean, of guys. This is how you play Yu-Gi-Oh. You just you have exactly. More points <laughs> he understands what no one else does. New, yeah, new guys. He's the only one who's like, actually, this game is really simple. You just need, like, really big cards that are really yeah. strong. <laughs> and that's the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh. Judai's like, new guys keep dropping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, he, he goes to attack um, Austin. And, like, Austin has an opportunity to win here. Yeah, that um, was really, yeah. really interesting. So, mm. and this is, like, the point where Austin kind of reconciles his excitement of the duel with... Uh, Cobra as his like real his sort mission. of father figure now. His mission, exactly. He's like, no shit, I can't his win. Um, I have I to, think, mi- I have to milk this boy. I think <laughs> you mean his him. daddy figure. His daddy. Figure. <laughs> Thank oh, you, his daddy figure. Sorry, sorry. Um, 
And like we, we even see like in Austin's head of like what would have happened. It's animated, but like we don't see it because it's a, it's you know like it's like in his own head. It's uh, it's, so and it's fucking it's animated like fucking Genochi's death in season yeah. three or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> very like excruciatingly like Judai w- would and could have lost. Mm-hmm. But instead, he doesn't flip the card that would allow him to win. Uh, and then the next turn, Judai is able to play a card to bring Wild Man back, and he does strike the killing blow, really anticlimactically. But like yeah. Judai doesn't really notice that he was essentially allowed to win here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at this point, the milking has been completed, and he's ripe. There is ripe and juicy. Yeah. There is a, a a great shot over to um, Kenzen Show and uh, Johan, who are now like safely on the ground and Johan is like rubbing his wrist and it's like yeah you got a massage uh, uh, that was a lot of work for a wrist that limp to to do <laughs> god um and yeah and like fucking Austin and Judai just straight up both pass out or well Austin almost passed out and Judai's like out cold He's after gone. this duel yeah. yeah he's been milk dry and like all of the energy globs out of the bracelet of the Fitbit and goes into Cobra's nasty lava lamp and yes, loves it so Christ. much and um, yeah, this just, just just I don't want to talk about milking anymore. Later in the school <laughs> hospital, the fucking sexy vampires from Dracula, from the original Dracula novel, who uh, <laughs> blowjob the life out of Jonathan Harker. Uh, um, cool. So uh, later in the like uh, school hospital, the nurse is like, uh, "What the f- this this child has been like dra- completely drained of all of his." deal milk juices and um i noticed that she specifically says the line the solid vision system shouldn't inflict this much damage which confirms that it does inflict some damage yeah so they just just give it the little sucking bracelets that just like milk you why 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 are all the other teachers like chill with this you know i think only aman has figured out that they milk you i think everyone else is like wow flip it Everyone else is yeah, like, they know we that are it used does something to, th- to you, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think again, the the teachers are all like, we didn't know it did this much. Yeah. We, we only wanted to give them like non marked up harm. Yeah. We w- um, only wanted to do a little bit of milking. Nothing. Nothing milking. that could be submitted into a court of law. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted like we just wanted like a pint, not a quart. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> And Judai, like, kind of wakes up as show is in tears, telling him, like, I'm going to move forward my own way. And he, like, forsakes his status as an obelisk blue and says he's going to become a raw yellow and become Kaiser show back mm. in the yellow dorm. And show's like, cool, dude, I'm going to pass out now. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm so glad you came to that conclusion on your own because I'm yeah. sleeping now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Judai wakes up and it's the end of the Wizard of Oz. He's like, I had a beautiful dream. And you were there. And you were there. And you were there. Good night. Good night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And and like we just see one last shot of lava lamp bubbling sinisterly, and that's episode. Yeah. That's episode. That is episode. Episode. Um. We have some questions. We have one question on Twitter. You wanna get that one up? I will. Talk? It is up now. Tremendous. I will okay. read it to you now. <laughs> Considering Axel's gun dual disc gimmick meshing with firing the volcanic monsters out of gun. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the deal, but he has like a volcanic gun fire deal. It's cool. Saying, yeah. <clears throat> what? Oh no, sorry. Sorry, pop filter. What other funny deck did. 
what other funny deck ideas can you come up with for equally silly dual disc designs? Hmm. Um, so it's like, you know when you're juggling, like, bats? No. Yes. Go on. <laughs> so you juggle bats. So you can juggle bulls, or you can juggle, like, bats, right? Or That's flaming like... chainsaws, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can juggle. So it's like bats, but then as they come down, and rather if than you can juggle a wrench, you, like... you can juggle a ball. You, Sorry, yeah, carry yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. You, like, as it comes down, you just, like, take the card out rather than catching the bat, and then you put it onto the next juggling ball as it comes around, or the juggling bat, and then that's how the deck works. It's just okay. Like a, a juggling-based system. So, is, and is this, like, a, a, a dueling strategy that, like, so frequently, like, swaps out monsters, and the monster goes from, like, your monster to spell to deck to trap and like rotates like it's juggling the the month and then you that's that's like good for some reason yeah cool (laughs) probably we did it we did it gamers (laughs) um i mean my answer is fucking same as always if i'm having like a bug deck what if i just like took a beehive and cut it in half okay and i use a sticky honey and i stick my cards onto it Mm. And I use a sticky honey to stick it to my wrist. Uh huh. Your it's, cards. It, that's, that's as far as the concept what if goes. The, what if oh, the bees shit. carry the card to you though, rather than you like dueling oh. the card? The oh, that's like, good. I was just gonna card. say the bees are like stinging me a lot because they're very mad at me for doing this. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of better. them as friends, but yeah, that works. <laughs> so, like, remember when uh, a few like at the, at the start of the season we we got introduced to Austin O'Brien polishing his cards. Mm-hmm. So in this version of things, we get introduced to you and your B deck, except you're like wiping honey and sugar off of your cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm meticulously I... cleaning my cards that are just this constantly so getting stinky. fucked up by the honey. I love, I love MGS three, the pain, <laughs> the pain. You can't even read the card because it's too much shit all over it. It's just like... Yeah, I I would like to see a dual disc that's like a full mech suit. That someone can like get into, like you just sit in it. You, yeah, you just sit in it, and it just like it's just a dual disc attached to a robot arm, but you're in a giant robot. Good shit. Good shit. Okay. Don't even get me started on robots, Audrey. Oh, you yeah? guys don't know anything are about they cool? robots. I'm, I'm not with that. Are they cool? <laughs> we can't get into this. Um, um, what are all your Discord questions? Our first one is from Nero Chasberry Pie, uh, which is. What combination weapon slash dual disc would you wield? What if there was a dual disc you had to flip like a butterfly knife? What if? Mm. Energy sword halo dual disc. Oh. Listen, I would have to kind of figure out some way of getting making a dual disc to also be a sewing machine. And then obviously the gimmick attached to that would be like all my cards would be like that one card that's like a dress that you equip. Like It's like clothing that you equip to your monsters to make yeah. them cool and do stuff. I think mm. I would do a quarter staff, and it's just the long dual disc. <laughs> long dual disc. <laughs> dual yeah. disc XL. Yeah. I get to have ten traps on my field. <laughs> it's just really long. <laughs> Circus. Theme. That's all I'm. Mm. A cannon. Oh, what if it was a? What if it was like a balloon you blow up and Ooh, then like, like shape a, into the shape yeah, of a yeah, dual yeah, disc? Yeah, 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 like a yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, like you model animal. it into the. Oh. Yeah. Is that a weapon? <laughs> It can be. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> hands is in. You've seen G Gundam, Audrey. Clowns can be scary. Clowns are not Yeah, scary. but he didn't fight them with balloon animals. <laughs> Maybe he should have. It's like a nice uh, yeah. Listen, we can't slander true. clowns when Chaz is here. Yeah, you're not, you're not allowed. You're not it's allowed. It's illegal. Very, it's very, pro very clown now. Thank you. 
<laughs> respect this is a pro quad podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, Audrey? Um, from Sword Soul, Sword Soul Samurai Sam, uh, which of the GX gang would be the best at Call of Duty? The worst. I don't know. I think about Call of Duty. I'm sorry. I feel like uh, I feel like Chaz Manjume mm. has prestiged like eight times. Yeah. Mm. I feel like if you don't see Manjume slash Chaz, like he's in his fucking dorm gaming. I Kronos think Chaz is the Chaz worst. Is game though, yeah. Oh, Kronos like breaks out in hides if you get a controller near him. Yeah. <laughs> Can't game that guy. Um, I think Show's pretty bad. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. He he's more of a redditor. He's not a gamesman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asuka's a secret, like, competitive player. Yeah, she's MLG. Yeah. Um, from Z, PPZ, uh, who does each of the lads play in TF2? Okay. Well, what is Austin TF2? Austin O'Brien plays Pyro. Easy. Okay. Uh, Judai plays Scout. Hello, I've got a question. What is yeah. TF2? Team, Fo- team Fortress, Fortress 2, 2. Is, a, is a team-based uh, first-person shooter. It's a war-themed hat collector. It's Overwatch in the past. Okay, Yeah, cool. it, it's like you. there's nine very distinct characterized classes. So, okay, we have Pyro's Austin. Uh, Scout is Dudai. Engineer, I guess Rio? No, Show. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, Show. Go, go, oh, duh, fucking duh. Show's Engineer. Rio um, is Spy, come on. Rio is spy. Um, heavy is. I think Kenzon's heavy. Kenzon's heavy. Yeah, that's good. Big dinos. Oscar's medic. Um, actually, um, some dinosaurs had hollow bones like birds, so maybe he wouldn't actually be that heavy. Okay, you're back on the shit list, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> Johan, Johan is definitely a support class, but I can't tell if he's spy, medic, or sniper. I can see Johan as sniper. Yeah. Okay. Wait. No. 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 Audrey. Jim Cook is the sniper. Well. <laughs> obvious we can double there could be more than one of each listen i've been on all spy teams before <laughs> don't tell me that uh that we can't have more than uh, one person playing um, a class who would be who would be demo um i think maybe kenzen would be demo actually okay yeah if kenzon's he- if kenzon's demo then like heavy could be napoleon <laughs> okay yeah sure i'm into it pretty good um okay cool. From Danny Ojama Yellow NFT, which of the GX gang plays Fire Emblem? Who plays it because they think they are good at strategy elements, and who plays it just for pretty anime boys or, and girls? Um, so show- while you were uh, talking about Team Fortress Two, I was studying the Blade, and Andre, you said <laughs> you Show down. extremely correct. Show yeah, plays for, it because for girls. it's it's yeah. like well, well, also I think Show plays it because um, it's like less it's turn-based and you can like do like thinking and brain math if you want to but then of course secretly he's just like mm-hmm. i think misawa also Fire Emblem. Open. misawa, does misawa it for openly strategy. plays it i, I don't yeah. know i don't acknowledge misawa as a character anymore we've not seen him in this neither season. does the show <laughs> um i also think that chaz manjome uh plays it tells everyone he plays it like on maddening mode because he loves the strategy but is like the most obsessed with Sylvia and Fire Emblem. Um, yeah. <laughs> true. Fubuki doesn't play it, but he cosplays from it anyway. Mm. Oh, good. Fubuki has like Elliot disease where he's never played it, but knows everything about the characters or like obsesses exactly. everything about the characters. He, Kronos? He, sorry, you, just you really quickly. Fubuki ha- cosplays it and has been trying to get Asuka to cosplay with him for years. Oh my God. Who would they cosplay? Oh. 
there are many brothers and sisters in the yeah. Fire I mean, Emblem yeah. series. Krom, Krom, Krom and Lissa come to mind. Yeah. Um, or, um, I, fuck, Mercedes. Mercedes has a brother, right? Yeah, Yuritsa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that kind of um, works, actually, because Fubuki has, like, a oh, twisted side. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that works so well, actually. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, I've never um, played Fire... I, I mean, I played, like, the older Fire Emblems with, like, Krom, but I have not played yeah. Three Houses. My funny answer is that Kronos only plays like the Super Nintendo fan translated Fire Emblems. <laughs> that is uh, exactly what happens in Italian, he's and he's really <laughs> good at them. He's really good at them, um, and it pisses the Napoleon off because Napoleon's not as good at him, and he's all about strategy. Yeah, he's literally his entire deck is built about like game pieces, like strategy game pieces on a board. That's really funny. Um, from Stephen Morshmelon. Morshmelon. Um, does the Second Amendment apply to dual monster cards and or dual discs? Uh, yes. And in fact, it grants them more rights. <laughs> only yeah. only if it fires the cards out of the dual disc. Yeah. Their weapons. Um, from Mashina. Um, since Judai is a new type evidence with his relationship with the Neospatians, yep. What other new type things do you think will happen to him this season? Yeah, we'll see. His sister was kidnapped by uh, Glemmy Toto, I think, is what kidnapped his sister. Uh, and then he has to face off with Haman Karn in Dakar. I'm reaching um, through my microphone. He ends up going to Jupiter to get more stupider by the yeah. series end, though. Okay, but okay, but genuinely, though, I see a path for Jude die this season where he goes, like, with him and his new boyfriend, Johan, and they could both see dual spirits. They, like, Go to a place that is like so far removed from reality, so in sync with dual spirits that they're just like completely no longer in touch with their actual friends, as evidenced by Judai's treatment of show in this episode, I think. And that Ooh. like that he's gonna have to be brought back from that. And I'm excited about it. What you mean like the fucking new type soup? Yeah, he like yeah. completely dips himself in the soup, aka the like dual monsters spirit realm or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like the end of Shar's counterattack. Yeah, I, yeah, um... yeah. He goes in the soup and someone has to fish him out. Yeah. I actually I actually know too many spoilers about Judai and uh, Johan specifically to answer these questions. Yeah, I, I do know what happens at the end of this season, so I'm just not saying anything. Yeah. Damn. Continuing the theme of our guests knowing more about Yu-Gi-Oh than we do. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> um, from Kirby the Cleric, concerning getting fired up, who is your favorite character that loves fire in media? Either someone who turns into fire themselves or like likes to set other things on fire. Uh, Zuko, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Also, also Zuko is my answer yeah. as well. <laughs> Very good. See, my my first my third first thought was me because I do quite like burning things. But you're real, and I, I but I I'm real, so I I, I don't quite that you know of that you know. Of. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Sarah, are you isekai? I've isekai myself into podcasts. Yeah. Oh. Podcast is media, and I'm in this one, so I am oh, a character shit. in media. That's okay, true. That's true. Um, I'm gonna say Sailor Mars. Oh, that's good. Ooh, good. Oh, oh, gotta, oh, gotta give, a, gotta give a no. shout out to uh, Rengoku Demon Slayer. Wait, no, I just, I know TF2 Pyro. Hey, look at that! Full circle. Full circle. Um, and then cool. from Doctor Keiki, if you had or have a lava lamp, what kind of demonic entity would you summon with it, and how would you power the summoning circle? I would summon God by drinking the insides of it. <laughs> And sending yourself to heaven. Yep. Um, I'm just honestly, this is just making me really sad because I never had a lava lump. They're overrated. They I just, never they, had they one. They just bubble. They just bubbly. 
They but, just, you know, they move. Yeah, how but can you say how, how but, can you say that they're overrated when they are the foundation of the Spencer's gift economy? <laughs> God, if true. I had a lava lamp, I would summon. Uh, I would summon the ghost of Orson Welles. Um, Go on, and I would do it by burning um, Marvel movies, like copies of Marvel movies around. <laughs> yeah. around oh, lava lava. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, Marvel juice. Yeah. I would find the most reflective surface on, surface on my lava lamp and try to do Bloody Mary and see if it works with, uh, <laughs> with, with goo, with heated goo. Good. Mm-hmm. Next one? Uh, last yep. one? Our last one is from Eraviru uh, Beblade. Which is, if talking about Fired Up and considering the fact that I recently was reminded in the media that is Dragon Ball, what tiers could duelists get fired up in to become more powerful duelists? What hair color changes would indicate these changes? I think mm. your hair, okay, level super, super Saiyan 1, Super Duelist 1, your hair goes black. No, your uh, hair goes white. Well, no, here, no, this, is a, this is a journey. Your hair okay. goes black in Super Duelist 1. Super Duelist 2... It kind of gets like a sort of like reddish purple, like tinge to the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Super Duelist Three, you get some like gold bangs that sprout from the front. Okay. And, and Super Duelist Four, you get like lightning bolt shaped bangs that go up okay. like into the hair, okay. and then you just, then you just have Yami's going. wig. Okay. I see. I see where I can. So okay. Yeah, okay. yamification. Yeah. Yami. It's the yamification is what it is. Yeah. Hit the Yami button. Hit the Yami button. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting Yami. What level of yummy are you on today? <laughs> you were like a little baby. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, I'm being atomized. I literally, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Ah, uh, that's I podcast. Think that's yeah, I that's think. it, folks. We did good time today. Yeah, good work. Oh, we Pretty did. Good. Congratulations! Chris. Round of applause. Crisp and fresh. Yay! Snapping. Um, Chaz, this could be you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it couldn't. No, Chaz has to go back into the show. <laughs> No, I'm being sucked in. I can feel it. I can feel it starting. But, 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 but before you get sucked back into the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, please tell people where they can find you on the internet and what other wonderful oh. podcasts you do. Besides <laughs> Daily Chaz. Apart from watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and seeing me on that television show, you can follow me at Hellmoment on Twitter, where you'll probably see the shows that I do, which are Who Watches the Watch, which is about Terry Pratchett. Or Ace of Bat, which is about A Song of Babies and Puppies. Or Lynchpin, which is about David Lynch. Or you can listen to Immortal Incantations Heartspell, which is about, it's a book that I wrote with some friends, which is a young adult parody novel. Or you can listen to my music or read my zines or do any of the things that I do. You just have, just keep, you know, you'll find them. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll find it. Um, yeah, that's where I am. Cool. Audrey? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr at uh, Optimum on Prime. Did you she- say Tumblr? Yeah. Damn. I've been saying on Tumblr and Twitter for like two years. <laughs> it's like a blind spot in my head. I don't even think about that website anymore. I, d- I can't. I have Tumblr blindness. <laughs> That's um, incredible. I'm so proud of you for being there. On, on it's Tumblr. honestly, it's one of my favorite social media experiences at this point um, because it is so well curated at this point. Yeah, the only I guess the only ones there are the real ones. Right, mm. exactly. Like at this point it's so well curated uh that it's sort of a perfect social media experience and also mm. there aren't any ads that make any sense. So, it's great. Um oh, Yeah, the Tumblr ads. 
Yeah, you can find me on Tumblr, Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. If you want to know more about that funny robot internet joke, you can listen to my other podcast mm-hmm. that I do with friend of the show Nero, um, called Prime Cuts, which is a exploration of the Transformers franchise on television uh, that we're doing season by season, but not in chronological order. Um, we're in the middle of Transformers Armada, which was um, an anime series that came out at like 2001 uh that existed like a very strange point in transformers history uh and we're having a good time with it that's me cool oh yeah cool um listeners hi i'm sarah you can sarah mc costumes on things um Listeners, uh, as of time of recording, tomorrow the first three episodes of the Wheelie Time television show drop on Amazon Prime, the bad website, but I'm going to be subscribing to it because I want to watch them. And as of time of release, those episodes will have been out for the weekend and several days. And Max and myself as well as Tom and Nina from the podcast Mobile Suit Breakdown, will have podcasted about them and hopefully also released that. You can go to nevermindthetrollocks.com to find that podcast. It is the most exciting release of the season for me currently. Yes, I am doing, with Max, I Wheel of Time, a watch-along podcast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remember to start plugging that on Walko Robot. Um... I'm Max. You can go to twitter.com slash maxibajillion to find me. In addition to this show, never mind the Trollocs, I have two more. One is called Wow Cool Robot, a show about mobile suit Gundam. We're halfway through Gundam Wing right now. It's very 90s, and I'm having a pure time with it. And my other podcast is called Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. Go to slappersonlypod.com or slappersonlypod on Twitter to listen to that. We're finally going to record this Blacktoon 2 episode, and that probably will be out before this episode goes live. Squid game. Um, Good game. Oh, yeah. Uh, this podcast, by the way is Pod of Greed. You can go to twitter.com slash Pod of Greed cast um, to find this out. You can go to patreon.com slash Pod of Greed uh, to see our Patreon. Um, We've announced this in Discord several times and we made an episode about, or yeah, a whole episode about this uh, during the recap. But essentially, we'll say it again probably a couple more times as a reminder. We reworked, we, we, God, we reworked our tiering. (laughs) We we reworked our tiering so that number one, $1 tier is the base instead of $2, um, you might have to resubscribe if you were bumped down to $2 from $1 or change your pledge. Regardless, uh, that is what gets you all of our bonus content. And we are taking an episode off every month to record bonus content to keep us accountable. So the week after this episode goes up, we will not have a regular episode. Instead, if you are a patron at the $1 level or higher, you can see our feed to listen to us talk about Despicable Me 3. Crew has a brother named Drew. It's a good movie. What? Um... Yeah, Can't that's the whole thing. He's blonde. What that's about. Mm. Tune in next week, listeners, hair. to our Patreon. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> and also we'd like to thank our five dollar patrons who we shout out at the end of the episode. So thank you, Colton Crow, Emery, Joel Thomas, More Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Draven. Mwah. And we may have mentioned this earlier, we may not have, but at the $5 and $10 tier, you can listen in live while we record an episode like Emery is doing right now. Spooky. Um, And that'll do it. That's podcast. That's podcast. Chaz, thank you so much 
for joining us for thank, a wonderful, wacky, weird, wild time. Thank Just you so honored me. to have the real Chaz on the real the Chaz. Yeah, I was, you know, I wasn't sure about dematerializing and rematerializing mm-hmm. in the real world onto this podcast, but yeah. I'm glad I did. It was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm sure it'll do wonders all... for the Munchabe Corporation. This reputation. is who I'm summoning. Time my for me to go back to winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as we always say at the end of this podcast. Jazz it up. Jazz it up. Jazz it up. Jazz it up. Jazz it up.